Hey, hello, uh, welcome, hi, I am your host, Elise Rowley, and this is actually the second time I'm recording this, because I just went to, like, edit the podcast recording, and I don't know why, well, actually, I kind of do know why, but, like, you just, like, could not hear me at all, and I was like, well, this sucks, so I decided to just re-record and hopefully the audio is better i can kind of tell because like i can see the sound waves and how like high they're going like tells me if i'm loud enough or not but yeah i honestly like there's this one podcast i listen to and the girl has her boyfriend on sometimes and he is so quiet and like that is my like biggest fear of having a guest on if they're really quiet I don't have, like, a soundboard. Like, I can't make them loud or anything. Like, first off, like, I can have guests on, and I want to have guests on, but I only have one mic, so I kind of need to, like, if I'm going to have a guest on, I'm going to need another, another, little bit. I'm going to need another mic to record dual audio and stuff. Um, but you probably saw on the instagram if you follow it it's living thoughts pod uh if you're not following it you know go support me over there that would be amazing um but there was a little issue i was having earlier today because i usually like upload my podcast through buzzsprout and then it goes to spotify and apple and like all those that are whatever you're listening on but I decided to switch to Spotify's one, what they own, and it's called Spotify for Podcasters, and it's through Anchor, so there was a little bit of, like, mix-up, and I was, like, contacting them, and then, like, it was just a whole ordeal, so, yeah, um, anyways, I, on the Instagram, I kind of said I was talking about surveillance capitalism, and I was inspired to talk about this from Joe Rogan's podcast. You've probably seen it literally everywhere. At least I have. Like, all over my Instagram reels. Because I don't have TikTok. But he talks about the privacy, like, policy with TikTok. And it inspired me to look into other social medias like instagram and snapchats and i also did read tiktok so i want to share that a bit with you guys but like surveillance capitalism is something i'm also learning about in school not right now but i like i already have kind of learned about it and like i'm gonna continue probably learning about it but i just find it like i don't know i find it interesting like it's just it's just really interesting and I want to get your guys's opinion on it if you want to share your opinion but I just wanted to inform you of the things that I know I find it really interesting like in my classes um like my at least I find myself and most of my friends like my generation we don't really care about like companies having personal data of ours and I think it's because that we know that we can't change it like maybe like past generations could change it but I don't know so we just don't really care but now there's this whole thing going on in the U.S. about like TikTok banned and that whole thing I actually saw a post on Instagram about it today 
I want to see if I can find it on my Instagram. Probably cannot, but it was about the TikTok rant. And I don't know a whole lot about the TikTok rant. I do know that it's banned from, like, government officials to have it. And what I find interesting is, like, when I was going through these data, like, privacy policies, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, all their private policies are somewhat of the same. Like, they're pretty similar. TikTok's a little bit more invasive, but they're pretty much the same. And, like, the things that I do care kind of about, or, like, I'm like, okay, they don't need to know that. Like, Snapchat and Instagram have it too. But the thing is, Instagram and Snapchat are owned by U.S., like, by the U.S. people whatever and tiktok is owned by a chinese government person oh new thing today one day ago australia bans tiktok on federal government devices should the united states ban tiktok from the new york times has tiktok how a tiktok ban could devastate a whole generation of food um creators by bon appetit like you just search up TikTok banded and you can read a whole bunch of articles. What was this jump? TikTok owner, yes. Um his name is I'm gonna butcher this. It's Z H A N G and his last name is Y I M I N G. I'm gonna say it's like Zhang Ying Ming Zhang, I have no idea. I have no idea. But he's the CEO of BitDance, which is TikTok. I'm guessing. And like TikTok used to be Musically, right? I don't know. I don't. Well, it used to be. Not that I don't know that it's not. It is. It was not. But like, I don't know how times have changed. It's just very interesting. Anywho. I'm very passionate about this and I totally just jumped right into this and did not give you guys like a debrief about like what's going on recently. Well, I did like tell you like what kind of happened today. Today was my last day of classes, which was actually kind of sad. Like I really like the people in my program and like we're all like friends and stuff and I really like... It's going to be so sad when they, like, go back to their hometowns. Like, there are some people that are from Calgary and will, like, be here. But, like, one of my good friends, Abby, she's going probably back home. And she misses her family so much. So, like, good for her. But, like, I don't know. I'm going to miss her. And, yeah. Um, what else has been happening? I was listening to last week's podcast episode and I realized that I did not at all inform you about how my birthday went um I kind of just brushed past that because I was just so excited to tell you guys about Australia I'm just if you were if you didn't listen to last week's podcast episode because I know a lot of you didn't because last I checked there was like 12 listens which is kind of sad but you know what it's all right um, I don't expect you guys to listen to every single episode, but if you're listening to this one, hey, how you doing? Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this episode. 
Also, if you wouldn't mind giving the podcast a rating, it literally takes less than like a minute. Like all you have to do is click on the little icon and click like five stars or four stars or you know one star like i don't know just give a rating it would really help me out and just like you know make me feel better i guess um anyhow i know you can also do it on apple and you can leave like a formal review if you want to do that totally do that i would also love that and you can also go and follow the instagram if you aren't already at living thoughts pod i'd appreciate that as well um back to my birthday god i got really sidetracked there um so for my birthday as you know um my friends and i went to activate and it was so much fun it was like a game game room and it made me feel like a child again and i i am a child so yeah i really enjoyed it um what else is new oh i thought of a new like a I already have an idea for next week's podcast episode. I'm thinking about doing it because I was looking at the analytics for the podcasts and I saw that the Reddit family stories had a lot of listens, which really confuses me because that was probably my least favorite episode that I recorded just because I was so confused the whole episode. Like, the writing of these stories are just so bad. And I was thinking about making this episode today about Reddit stories. I was going to read, like, worst, uh, like, dates. And I was like, these just suck. Because, like, I've had a lot of, I not, not a lot of first dates. I've gone on quite a few first dates, I would say. And they've been pretty shitty. Like, yeah. My first date ever was in grade 10. And you know what? They just, they, dates don't go well for me. Like, I don't know what it is. I just, I guess I attract the wrong people. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I was thinking about doing an episode of next week. Let me know if you'd be interested in hearing that. Like, worst date stories for me are just like my, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that'd be really fun and you guys could have a good laugh at, you know, like, honestly, some of these dates I've gone on, I'm like, why did I even go on the date? Like, I didn't even want to go. And a lot of dates I go on, I'm like, I don't even want to go on this date. But I feel like I have to now because, like, I am so, I'm pretty bad at rejecting people. I gotta be honest. I'm pretty bad at it. And I usually just agree either way. And then, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I was talking to my friend Abby today earlier because there's a date that I don't really want to go on and she was like you cannot say that that is way too harsh and I was like I'm just being honest so I don't know I guess I don't know I'll just go on the date and then like we'll see where it goes hopefully he's not listening to this that'd be really awkward um (laughs) I don't think he is though because yeah that'd be awkward if he is though hi I you don't have to know that's you um Anyways, let's get into this episode and talk about these privacy policies. So I went through TikToks, Instagram, and Snapchat, like I said, and I highlighted like the key parts that I was like, holy shit, and that I was just like really surprised by. 
So I thought I would read a few of those to you guys. But also, before I get into this, if you're driving, don't pause the episode. But if you are not driving, pause this episode, go on YouTube, and search up Joe Rogan TikTok private privacy policy. And just watch his, um, like, episode. Like, just, like, even five minutes of it. And you'll understand why I was inspired to talk about this. So, let's get into it. So, TikTok first, when they have their privacy policy, and they have, like, a little intro, and then it's, what information we collect? Information that you provide. So, obviously, like, the information, like, your account, your profile information, name, age, username, password, language, email, phone number, social media, account information, and profile images, all that type of stuff. And, obviously, they collect, like, any post you make, any messages that you send to other people, hashtags you use, content, anything like that. Um, but then what I found was interesting was they collect information including text, images, and videos found on your device's clipboard. If you choose to initiate information sharing with a third-party platform or choose to paste content from your clipboard onto the platform, we have access to this information stored in your clipboard in order to fill your request. So basically, they have all the information to your clipboard, and your clipboard is like, I'm pretty sure it's like the, your keyboard. And whenever you copy something, I'm pretty sure it's like stored in your keyboard or your clipboard, and then you paste it on the platform, say. And then, I don't know, I just found that like kind of invasive. Like, what if you copied it? I don't know. That's pretty invasive, in my opinion. But something that was more that I don't think a lot of people realize is that they have your purchasing information, so your payment card numbers or third-party payment information like PayPal, and they have your phone and social network contacts. We will access and collect information such as names, phone numbers, email addresses, and match them to existing users. We collect your public profile information as well as names and profiles of your social contacts. But then that's just like the information that you provide. And then it goes further into the information from other sources. So if you choose to sign up or log in from a platform using a third-party service such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Google, or link your TikTok account to a third-party service, we may collect information from the service, for example, your public profile image, email, and contact list. So, like, they they are giving those as, like, examples. They could collect so much more information than we even realize. Like, they could collect way more. Like, even your purchasing information. Say you don't make purchases on TikTok, which I feel like a lot of people probably don't. But if you have that in another platform like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Google, and you link your TikTok account from that profile... They now have access to that as well. And then your activities on other websites, apps, or in-stores, including products or services you purchase online or in person. I don't get the in-person part and like in-stores. Like how do they, how do they know that information? But then they automatically collect information from uh, when you use the platform, including internet, other network activity such as your IP address, geolocation, related data, unique device identifiers, browsing, and search history. 
And a lot of like Instagram and Snapchat also collects this. Like they collect all your device information, your IP address, your user agent, your mobile carrier, time zone settings, and identifiers for advertising purposes, model of your device, the device system, network type, device IDs, your screen resolution, operating systems, app and file names, and types. So they have access to all the files you have stored on your phone which like that like why do they need to have access to that that is such an invasion of privacy i think and the like it's just weird that they like why do they want to know that i just i that's just creepy and snapchat and instagram have the same policy as well so like i don't have tiktok but i have snapchat and i have instagram so they have access to all of it. And Instagram and Snapchat are owned by a U.S. company, but TikTok is not a U.S. company. It's Chinese. So that's why I think that people have more of a problem with it. But other things they have access to is your keystroke patterns or rhythms, your battery state, your audio settings, and connected audio devices. So even if your payment information is on Instagram and you have your TikTok link to it, they have access to your keystroke patterns so they could literally see your like password or or your card number into anything if you buy something off your phone and you have tiktok downloaded they access where you log in from multiple devices we will be able to use information such as your device id and user id to identify your activity across devices we collect information about your proximate location including location information based on your SIM card or IP address. In addition, we collect location information. So your current location, your approximate GPS information, all that stuff. There is so much more. And I think it was in Instagrams that I was like, this is next level. Like, I'm pretty sure I read it in Instagrams. I can probably find it. I have these like I have the files like downloaded on my iPad and I highlighted it. But yeah, Instagram says on the location related information, we use your location related information, such as your current location, where you live, the places you like to go to, and businesses and people you're near to provide. You're near to provide. What that's that makes no sense. But they know where you live. Why do they like why do they need to know exactly where you live? Like that is just creepy like if a hacker got into the like i do believe that these social media companies probably have pretty high like defenses because they have so much of their users personal information that like if someone did hack them they could literally start a like world war i swear like they could just like go around killing a bunch of people and you wouldn't really know who it was because they could be so secretive about it. It's just, it's just so crazy to me. All these things, like, and I did a poll on the Instagram and asked who reads the uh, terms and services or terms and conditions. And only two people said yes. And honestly, I don't really believe those two people because who actually reads the terms and conditions? Like, when I went to download these, like... The terms and conditions, the pages of those were like hundreds. The privacy policies, for TikToks, it's 20. For Instagram, it's 20. And Snapchat, it's 41 pages. Like, 
are you really going to read all that information? But even the more, like, alarming part is on TikTok, it's the service providers and business partners. We share the categories of your personal information listed above with service providers and business partners. So your payment processes and transaction fulfillments, they provide with their service providers and business partners, their customer and technical support providers, their researchers, and their advertising and marketing and analytic vendors. They can, they share all that information with them. And I feel like this is, like, to me, this is no big surprise because this is what I'm learning about in school. Like, yeah, there's just, like, so many things that these companies can get from you. I want to read some of the other ones to you guys. So, Instagram's uh, one, we'll get into that. So, they're the ones that know where you live, which is a little creepy. So, they have all your device information as well. They also have all your payment information, your credit cards and debit cards, and they have information from any device that you connect on. So, if you connect via your computer, your iPad, your TV. They have all the information on that. The operating system, hardware, software version, battery level, signal strength, available storage space, browser type, app and file names and types. Again, like it just goes on. They have information about operations and behaviors performed on the device, such as whether a window is foregrounded or backgrounded or mouse movements. I have no idea what it even means that a window is foregrounded or backgrounded. Like what? I think that's if you have like multiple tabs open. I might be wrong. But yeah, they also have, they also collect and know your unique identifiers, device IDs, and other identifiers. So such as games, apps, or accounts you use, and family devices. IDs. So basically your Apple ID, Instagram has access to that. They have access to literally everything you have on your phone. They have access to your Bluetooth signals and information about nearby Wi-Fi access points, beacons, and cell towers. They have information through the settings you turn on, such as your GPS location, camera, or photos. They have information such as the name of your mobile operator or ISP, your language, your time zone, your mobile phone number, your IP address, connection, and speed, and in some cases, information about other devices that are nearby or in your network. So, like, even if my mom, she has Instagram, but if she didn't, she didn't have Instagram for a very long time, but even if she didn't have it instagram could still collect information from her device if it was on the same like network as mine which it is most of the time when we're at home together it's on the same network so they could connect like get information from her phone even though she doesn't have instagram which is even more creepy in my opinion like why why do they care to know that and they probably share it with other people other people as well i can imagine although like when i was reading these i was like this is like too much like i this is it's just it gets too creepy at one point in your life you know you're just like i don't know like i was just sitting in our like our like uh it's called a comms lounge 
But it's like anyone that's getting a degree in communications, we have like a lounge that you can go to. And I was just in this lounge and I was like, hmm, I'm going to search up the like PDF versions to read these privacy policies. And it just it just goes on and on. And Snapchat is pretty much the same. They collect all the information you provide. So the big thing about Snapchat that I don't think a lot of people probably realize is that like they like even though your snaps can disappear, Snapchat still saves them in a bank somewhere. Like every single Snapchat that you send. So if you've sent inappropriate contact or in- inappropriate contact, inappropriate photos for example or explicit things that is still saved somewhere in the world and can be used to exploit you in the future like for example if you become a political leader like justin trudeau did and now like photos of him in i don't know i don't even know from him in high school have resurfaced because these companies i'm not blaming the companies but these companies still have it saved in their log somewhere in the log you know it's it's absolutely insane and i was reading i want i wanted to find more about this and i also i kind of want to read some books about surveillance capitalism because it is like what i'm learning about in school and so i searched out the cbc surveillance capitalism who is watching us online and why and you can find a bunch of like like news articles about these but they mentioned the book that my teacher that I was talking about in the other and like earlier in this episode that she mentioned it's by Ronald G. Uh, Debert I think that's how you say his name it's called Reset Reclaiming the Internet for Civil Society and it says in the article by 2013 Dilbert said commercial commercial data collection efforts dwarfed what any spy agency could do alone, even one as well resourced as the NSA and its estimated 11, 11 billion U.S. dollars. And there was one thing that I really like. I want to ask you guys: like, we are simply a means to a long, larger commercial end. He said in the Massey lecture, and our likes, emotions relationships and thoughts have become their property which is basically true but it is as a result it's argued that facebook google and amazon know us better than we know ourselves i just want to know like do you believe that you know google facebook amazon instagram snapchat tiktok whatever knows you better than you know yourself because they have all this information on you that they've collected over years like i've had my instagram since i was in grade five which how long ago was that i don't know i feel like i'm gonna massively date myself even though i'm only 19 but like since i was in grade five i've had an instagram i got a snapchat when i was in grade eight and i'm not on tiktok anymore but i had it for about i want to say two years I had a TikTok and even if you don't post on these platforms, they still have information about you no matter what it is. And I'm pretty sure like the same thing kind of applies in like Twitter, for example. And then like 
further reading this article, it talks about like trading in human futures. And like Harvard, Harvard Business School professor calls the trade of this data human futures. The danger of this marketplace of human psychology is not the co- conveniently tailored online experience we see. The vacation ads that pop up when you start contemplating a winter getaway or the lure of buying a cute baby clothes online just as you're considering getting pregnant. Rather, it is what happens when that information is used to manipulate us and shape our preferences and choices and behaviors. So, like, the argument is that the, like, the information that they are collecting is not only influencing what we choose to do and buy, they're impacting our behaviors and preferences they don't want to just get to know us they want to use that knowledge to change us said tasman shaw a professor of political theory and philosophy at new york university all advertising changes our behaviors it creates a demand for something which in turn entices you to buy something and it might do that in ways that we don't even notice so i'm even like studying this in my marketing class about we're doing like market research on different demographics and getting their information their psychology information their behavior information all these attributes so that we can market the best for them and the fact that like we have all these statistics it's honestly like kind of scary like it's to think like that we're not like we're not alone in this world anymore at all the internet is building and it's only going to keep building these data centers and the surveillance capitalism that's occurring it's only going to get stronger and we're not going to be able to control it at some point. My question for you that I want to leave you thinking about is whether you think that these like social medias know more about you than you know yourself. I I honestly don't know how I think about it. Like I don't think they know me better than my, I know myself because everything you post on social media, not everything, but most things that people post on social media, I think that they are, you only post your highlight reels. Like, you don't post the moments that you're crying. It has become, like, more of a trend, I guess, to, you know, like, different aesthetics and all. Like, Emma Chamberlain was talking about it in her podcast I listened to, about different, like, aesthetics and, like, the minimalist aesthetic or... You know, I don't know, different aesthetics there are. Or having just, like, photo dumps and stuff like that. Of, like, moments that you see going around. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think these social media places know more about me than I do. I do think that, like, different people know you in different ways. But what do you think about this is... Are you surprised by the amount of information they have? I feel like it's not all that shocking, but I also just, like, I want to make this episode because I'm really interested in it and I want to get more people's opinion on it. And it's just, it's honestly, I don't, like, mind-boggling to me that this is happening in the world. And maybe just because I'm learning about this in school, it has become more apparent to me. But I never really used to think about it before now. 
and it interests me and yeah like like i was saying like i want to read more like books about it like that one book called reset by ronald j uh Dubert, i think his name is i would read that but honestly i cannot read novels for the life of me i've only ever read like like when i was really young i read like ivy and bean books and then I read, like, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And then I didn't read for, like, I want to say five years. And then I read that after. And then I read part of After We Collided. But I just, like, couldn't get through it. And now I read, like, poetry books. But I honestly haven't, like, sat down and read in a very long time. Like, I have poetry books that I'm looking at on my shelf that I haven't even opened. I haven't even cracked them open. And honestly, I really should like take my own advice and open the books like I know they're just sitting on my cover so I, I might as well you know open them and yeah that's all I really have to say for this episode when I first recorded this episode it was quite a bit longer so I guess now it's shorter and I want to know your opinion do you like shorter episodes or do you like longer episodes like this like this one isn't too long it's about it'll probably be about 30 minutes by the time I'm done editing it but do you like the longer episodes or do you like the shorter episodes because honestly it's kind of easier to make the shorter episodes but like when I'm really passionate about something like this I can make the episode longer so yeah I just want to get your guys' opinion on today's episode. You don't share a lot. (laughs) And I do notice. And I get, like, how it's awkward to, like, just DM me. But it's not that awkward, I swear. And, yeah. Share this episode if you'd like to. I really want to grow our little community. I feel like I need a name for you guys. And just say, like, hello, everyone. Or, like, welcome. You know? We should think of send me some name ideas for you guys i don't know if we should do that but maybe i'll post it on the instagram and see if there is more people interacting because you guys definitely do interact on there which i really appreciate i also appreciate you listening if you've listened to this point in the episode i appreciate you the mostest but i'll wrap up this episode now I'll come out with a new episode on Thursday. Every Thursday, wherever you listen to Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, wherever and ever. And yeah, that is all the living thoughts on my mind, or all my living thoughts. <laughs>